chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control Alt Desire, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. I'm your Survivor-obsessed host, Foxman Allen, and joining me today is my co-host, a man who always looks good when he puts on his man panties and goes to war. It's Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. All I've been doing is wearing man panties during quarantine, but uh, no war for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, but uh, aside from that, Lance, can, can we have a talk? Of course. Oh, well, I'm glad this is, this is already going better than, than it went with Jeremy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, have, I don't hate you like uh, Ben hates Jeremy, <laughs> so I'm, I'm down to talk with you. <laughs> I cannot believe that someone on Survivor just doesn't want to talk. Yeah, no. No. Anyway. Uh, that we'll seems get... like a move for like an amateur, not somebody who's a millionaire and has won the game, but These go ahead. These are all winners. I can't believe it. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, believe it or not, all of them are winners. Uh, we're going to talk uh, today. We're going we're gonna to get into that. We're, we'll, get, we'll get back to that in a moment. But uh, we, I, I want to talk about uh, Tony's incredible immunity run and, and his control over the game. I mean, this thing is Tony's got it in his hands right now. Uh, we'll get uh, into yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get into our survivor business report uh, where the uh, the price of peanut butter has skyrocketed from one token to two million dollars, um, and we'll uh, we'll break down uh, all the seven people that are still in the game. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about everybody and uh, figure out what the heck are they thinking, uh, and, and we're gonna do it all today. Uh, so uh, so Lance, let's let's get started here with our uh, our big uh, our big moment here at Tribal Council. Um, a, a, a whole bunch of advantages are revealed, none are played, uh, and Kim goes to the edge of extinction. Uh, what did you think about this, uh, this tribal council here, Lance? This was, this was, this was nuts. I gotta say, this probably was one of my favorite tribal councils of all time. Definitely my favorite of this season. It was just unbelievable. It was wild. Things were just happening. I don't even know why Propes even ask people questions anymore. He should just let them go. And it's just an unbelievable performance from Tony. I just, I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I guess uh, we we have, uh, uh, Tony's a big player here. Uh, obviously, Jeremy's a player here. Uh, Sarah's a player here. They're all discussing advantages. Do you want to play it? Do you want me to play it for you? No. Should I play it? I'm going to play it. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to groan weird. And then I'm going to say go. Uh, there, there's a whole bunch of, uh, there's, there's a whole whole bunch of nonsense going on uh and this is this is really only the beginning because I, I tony uh earlier in the episode shows ben his idol so i, I guess it's an it's an open secret that that tony has this thing uh now it's not so much an open secret that tony has this thing but uh what what do you like my question my first question to you lance is do you think this was a mistake by tony here to uh to do so much talking about his idol yeah, absolutely. For someone who's played the game so well, I think anytime you tell anybody you have an idol to, you know, gain trust or whatever, is just idiotic. Like, it doesn't really gain you the trust you want, and it just puts a bigger target on you. But it's just funny that we see the best players ever continue to do this. So yeah. who am I to say it's a bad idea, too, you know? I don't know. I, I think it's a very it's a very tricky situation. We've definitely seen it be a very bad idea in the past. Um, there are people who reveal they have an idol, and then they're out the door like a day later uh, because of it. And, and people are scared of idols. But, you know, just thinking back, and I, and I know you've watched Kageyan, uh and, and remember the game Tony played then. But this is really like, I just see so much of Kageyan Tony here, uh, yep. where oh, yeah. he is bragging about, like, it's almost as if he's bragging about his idols. Uh, he is in that end game uh, where there are only so many places to, you know, point the gun and pull the trigger. And he's really making a show of it that, uh, that he is pretty much invincible. He's invincible here because he's got the immunity necklace. Uh, he's got an idol that he can play for himself and play for someone else. So that, like that vote, you gotta gotta go with what Tony wants. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Jeremy, who is now apparently part of Team Tony, um, or at least as as long as he needs to be, uh, he he's also got he's also armed. So now, like if we're shooting at if we're shooting at Jeremy instead, all of a sudden. Uh, we can't even take out him because he's got an advantage. 
So there's just yeah, that's, like the, that's the, the, makes... the minority here is just so underpowered and it seems like the majority is so overpowered that like, what's Nick supposed to do? Yeah, that's what makes, you know, Tony's sitting pretty right now. He's got Sarah still there. He's got Jeremy still there. So he has done such a good job of making those connections, even though he was trying to blindside Jeremy and stuff too. And for Jeremy, it makes a lot of sense because his whole, he said it, his whole game plan is to have a meat shield. Yeah. And right now there's no bigger meat shield than Tony. So he's got to wait for him to take a stray and then Jeremy can sneak in. But it just was crazy how much people were helping out Tony, like Nick just giving up uh, in the immunity challenge and stuff and people just helping him out during tribal. Like he was going into this and everyone was like, no, not Kim, not Kim. And he was really the one person that wanted Kim and he was powerful enough to make that happen. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, um, it really, really is just it's it's fantastic gameplay by Tony. He's he's very he's such a strong character, and once he has control of the game, it's really hard to do something against him here. Um, and, and I mean, it certainly it certainly helps that he's won three immunities in a row. Uh, I, I mean, that's it's it's hard not to control the direction of the game when you have absolutely zero chance of going home yourself. Yeah, and if Tony is just doing these last-minute things where he doesn't let other people talk to other people or, like, form their own opinions, it's really, really savvy and smart, and it's working. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about this vote for a moment and the, and the, and the, the, the breakdown here, because it really winds up being a, a Kim versus Tony fight, uh, kind of similar to how it was almost like Kim versus Sophie uh, a couple weeks ago here. Uh, but it's, it's Kim, getting, Kim gets five votes here, and, and Jeremy gets three. And uh, it looks like the, uh, the three people who voted for Jeremy are Denise, Kim, and Michelle. And uh, everyone else goes, uh, everyone else goes Kim. Um, so uh, I, I've got a lot of questions here. Um, I, I think it makes sense uh, that, uh, that, you know, Kim doesn't want to go with uh, vote for herself. But I'm very curious about what you thought about Michelle here. Because uh, I'm very confused by Michelle's game and what's going on with her. I'm super confused. And when Jeremy, you know, takes onions to not play that advantage and everything after she gives him the advantage and stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, is Michelle voting for Jeremy going to be that deciding vote and stuff? And it's interesting because she's obviously trying to play both sides and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that you can't do that right now. Yeah. And eventually that she's going to have to make her decision and stuff. So she's one of those really interesting numbers now. But I just yeah, her vote. I really thought might have been the nail in the coffin for Jeremy. So I'm glad it didn't. And when they read, when pros read that final vote, I had an audible reaction. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe Tony did it. And Kim's actually going home. It was one of my bigger reactions from the season. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty, it's pretty wild. And uh, I'm just, I, I'm just uh, everything that I've seen out of Michelle lately. Uh, you know, she, it looked like she was finding her footing in the early merge, but uh, now that things are getting deeper and deeper into the game, it just, it just seems like she is, she's kind of off on, on just about everything, just like a little bit, a little bit too far behind where the social dynamics were. Um, and really, I think Kim was really the only person in that game, in that minority, who really kind of understood the, da the dangers of Tony and Sarah together. Um, and, you know, wanted to, wanted to do something against that. Um, well, meanwhile, everyone else in the game is, uh, you know, they're, they're all seemingly like scrambling as if they're on the bottom, like five people are scrambling, like they're on the bottom, trying to make alliances with each other, like try, just trying to stay in the game, uh, while, while Tony and Sarah are running the entire show. Um, yeah, it really feels like that there are people, and we've said this for a couple episodes now that people are really separating themselves now that we're at the merge and people are now looking out for themselves and stuff. And Michelle just feels like, and we've seen hints of it she's even said it like the game is just moving so quick and it kind of just feels like the better players are just running laps around these people that are still good players but they're just not on the level of the tonys and the the sophies and the kims and the people that are just moving everything around so fast sometimes you get hit with a straight bullet but those people were playing a better game than michelle yeah yeah um you know we were i think we were talking last week about how it seemed like they had the worst possible timing to turn against jeremy um, and then they just, they doubled down on it this week, uh, Michelle included, uh, where she's at, on the one hand voting against him to try to say, and on the other hand, giving him the, uh, that's got to feel bad, by the way, when you give someone an advantage, you vote for them, assuming they're going to play the advantage. And then they decide not to play the advantage. It's yeah, like they're gambling was, with your advantage. 
I was so ready. My body was so ready for the coin flip. I've never been this ready for a coin yeah. flip since the Super Bowl and stuff. I was like, this is amazing. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, play it, play it. And then he didn't. And I'm just, and it was, it was really intense. And for Tony and Jeremy to not play either of them, but now everyone knows, like obviously people knew about Tony, but now this Jeremy thing, they don't really know what that advantage is unless Michelle starts telling people. But that is a huge thing now because they, that they could lie and say it's something else. They could lie and say that's an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to, and you're right. And I want to talk about, I want to talk about Sarah as well, because she is another big player in this, in this tribal council here, uh, where it looks like at, at this, this final moment um, that, that Tony is ready and Tony is about to play his idol for Sarah to protect her and make sure she doesn't go home. And then Sarah just says no, like, and this is a change because she was kind of begging Tony for it during tribal council when all the madness and whispering was going on. But when it came down to read the vote, she's let's go. What did you think? Yeah, of that? that's it. That's another one. That's the same. It's really on the same level as as Jeremy. It's like you're trusting the people around you. I, I don't know if there was more to it that we didn't see, but. It takes a lot, a lot of trust, especially when you were just so scared. But she must have gotten some kind of cue or something that maybe Kim just freaking out more than she usually does is what made her feel better about it. I'm not really sure, but I thought that was really interesting. You think she was? Uh, you think it was maybe you know partially just playing up the fear to, uh, to to make it look like the idols coming her way to prevent the votes from going her way? Yeah, that that's a really smart play that uh, that definitely could have happened. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have no idea. I don't. I'm just throwing it out there. Any of them, you know. Um, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. And I think, uh, I think it's part, part of the reason why Sarah is safe here and she should not be safe. If you can't go after Tony, I feel like you've got to go after Sarah just because they are running the show here. And I I think what really does Kim in is that Kim doesn't want to go against Sarah because Kim can work with Sarah because Kim, Kim has kind of been, you know, not necessarily like a part of a strong alliance with uh, like the likes of Sarah and, and Sophie uh, and, and Michelle, but like she has been working with them, like like in, in a sense. And it does make sense that in an ideal world, if she can get rid of Tony, uh, then Sarah would be closer to her. It's kind of like how when Tony got rid of Sophie, uh, Sarah got closer to Tony. Um so, so I, I mean, maybe, maybe that's, that's, I think that's part of it too. I, I mean, I think it's just, yeah, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. And that's one of the really interesting and hard things about Survivor is how much of the short-term play versus the long-term play. Like mm-hmm. if obviously she knew this was for sure happening, I think she turns quicker on her, but knowing that she needs, she wanted to work with her really softened that blow and made it easier for that to happen. I thought that just balancing out short-term versus long-term always tough in Survivor. Yeah, and and it's interesting because I, I feel like Kim went into the game with like an eye on Sarah. Like this is someone that I need to get out. This is someone who I know is a good player. Um, and then when when push comes to shove, Kim is really almost rolling the dice with her own game because she wants to work with Sarah later. Um, and I think that's really just a testament to how strong of a player Sarah is. Um, you know, we only saw, we saw so much of it in Game Changers and we didn't really see a ton of it in Kageon, uh, just because of, you know, how that, how that vote went at, at the merge there. But, uh, you know, I, she is, there, you can't, you can't sleep on Sarah. Sarah is doing a really good job, uh, socially here. Yeah, she's a great player. And the one thing I really like about her, she plays differently in every season. So mm-hmm. she can adapt and you've just seen different sides of her. And then she looks like one of those people that, if Tony, if everyone's starting to tr- go after Tony and like the heavyweights do start going after each other, Sarah can get right to the final three and easily win this thing. Yeah, the uh, the, the lions and the hyenas if, if, if they get together. Um, okay, so uh, so there's uh, there's so much more to get into, Lance. Here, this is this has been a, a crazy. I want to I want to talk more about uh, I want to talk more about uh, Denise. Can we talk about Denise for a second? Because uh, I feel like she is an, another one of these. Uh, well, she's not a huge player in how this vote goes down. I feel like she has such a badass move at Tribal Council. Um, you, uh, I know you're trying to talk to me, but my hand is in your face right now. So talk to the hand. <laughs> the uh, the uh, just the the look. The, she is so done with it. 
Uh, yeah, so, I, I was wondering if that would actually like happen and stuff because there's so much going on and so many things are changing that it's like, all right, stop, let's just freaking vote. Yeah. But I also love Jeremy's reaction where like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, not only is this a person that he might be going against, but this is a potential jury vote mm-hmm. for Denise. And I just don't know if you want to do something like that, especially when Jeremy is so powerful. I mean, you did, she might not have known that before, but Jeremy's lasted this long. That means he's a powerful guy. Like, I just don't know if you want to put anybody on your bad side, especially when you're flying on the radar a little bit. Yeah, that did seem that did seem unnecessarily harsh uh, by by Denise, but I think I get where she's coming from. So I, I think like I feel like all of us are getting a little bit of uh, whisper fatigue, where mm-hmm. there's a lot going on and it's it's almost almost too much to follow, and not everything's really caught on mic and. You don't like there. It's just so it's so chaotic that like you almost just want to say like, just get to the vote already. Just get to the vote already. Um, yeah, that agree. Especially if this was like an hour long thing and it's just like exactly. the votes move three different times and stuff. I would be the same way. I don't know. If, maybe I hit a breaking point because you know they're thirty days in and stuff. But right. I don't know if I would have reacted like that. But I, I certainly don't blame her. Could be a little hangry. Uh, although yeah. maybe she, uh, I mean, because she didn't get any food at the community challenge. That's the, that's the difference between that's her right. and uh, Kim and Michelle. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, so we're gonna, uh, I want to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about, about all this. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, uh, so we are we are back, uh, Lance, uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our we're gonna do our survivor business report in a moment. But uh, but I, I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit first about Ben uh, and and what Ben's up to here because uh, Ben Ben had a uh, Ben kind of blows up Kim's game here, right? Uh, a big Kinda. reason why the big reason why Kim goes uh, goes home and, and winds up being targeted over Jeremy is because Ben just can't keep his mouth shut whenever a good plan is involved. Um, which is, which is interesting because earlier in the episode, Ben isn't really telling Tony everything. Uh, you know, Ben's saying like, Kim's really trying to make a move. Uh, and the move she's trying to make is obviously against Tony, but it's like trying to make a move against Jeremy and, and Michelle, which really isn't much of a move. You know, that's not no, much of a move. not at all. Oh, uh, that's just, that's just getting by to get by. Um, but, uh, but he tells him this, but then I, I guess an idol changes everything, huh, Lance? Uh, of course it does. Ben, Ben and Tony are, are idol hunting together, and Ben finds an idol and tries to hide it from Tony. Uh, this is a great moment. This is one of my favorite idol finds right here. Uh, I, I really like this because uh, Tony's on him in an instant. It was great because if you just look at Ben doing it, it's actually pretty sly and sneaky and yeah, stuff. So but but nothing gets past Tony, and this is just another you know great thing by tony he's in the right place at the right time and he's always looking he's paranoid enough to always be paying attention and ben i just love that he tried to do it but you know you gotta just admit it and like hey you got me and everything and so <laughs> i just love that that tony just like guilt tripped him after but yeah. tony if tony's in Ben's shoes he would have done the same damn thing that that guilt trip was so good like i thought we had something here and it's like yeah that was for four <laughs> hours it was four hours what am i supposed to do you're supposed to you look tony what i found uh it's it's great it's great tony is uh, tony 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 just being paranoid but also guilt tripping and like just everything he's just so many different personalities all in one it's just like i feel like i have a lot going on in my head but i feel like he's got even more things just firing off in his head yeah but it it really seems to it really seems to work here to to somehow like uh, i mean it it builds trust because tony has already told them about the uh, told ben about the idol and then ben finds the idol in front of tony and now they've got a mutual secret that they've got to they kind of got to keep for each other, and uh, and and really really works out great for Tony because uh, after this uh, after the challenge and when they get back to, to camp, uh, Ben just spills Ben spills the beans uh, because it, Kim tries to recruit uh, Ben as part of this plan. Uh, Ben's not so into it or is more into helping Tony and just 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 really throws just throws it out there you know they're coming after you buddy they're coming after you 
I think my favorite thing was like right before that, Nick is like, I want to prove my loyalty to Ben. You know, yep. I'm going to vote out Jeremy. And then Ben just goes and tells Tony everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tony obviously goes to Nick and Nick, man, don't play poker, Nick. That oh, was good. God. That was tough. Like just him calling him out and he's just such an awful liar. I, I'm not a poker player, but I'd love to play against him. But <laughs> Nick and then Nick finally just throws Kim under the bus, too. It was, it was just Tony's paranoia and just kind of like doing like the Boston Rob full court press on somebody. And everyone just kind of caves when that pressure's put on him. Everyone throwing everyone else under the bus to Tony's benefit. Tony's just watching it. And by the time he's done, every single person in the game's under a bus. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, but yeah, Nick, uh, you, you know, we said it. They're, they're all winners. They have all won this game before. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think Nick was necessarily like a, it was not necessarily the most masterful liar game. You know, he's not a, uh, he's not a Russell Pants. That, that is not, no. that is not Nick's path to winning. Um, Nick did some good things uh, this episode and then some really, really bad. He did things, actually so look, it's... he did actually not look too bad. Uh, some of his, one of his confessionals there where he's talking about, you know, how like he realizes the people who he cannot beat at the end. Um, and, and you think everyone else at this point realizes that too. That it's, I'm sure they do. That it's Jeremy, it's Sarah, and it's Tony. And I, I think the problem is that they also realize that. And they've been sticking together. And it's, it's something that's been on Tony's radar since before the merge. Yeah. The one thing that I will say that, just to keep on people's radar, is they have been hinting a lot at Nick wants to play. Nick wants to play. It feels like he could be a guy that takes out, you know, a Tony. And is like a, a flip vote and, you know, does something. But maybe doesn't win. But he's like the one guy that, like, made a big move. Well, that was that was a big part of, you know, Tony and Sarah's discussion was about Nick. And, and Nick kind of being a swing vote here. That, you know, if they make the wrong move here, then Nick will swing and work with the girls and then they're done. Um, you know, the girls here being, I guess, Denise and Michelle. And Kim, yep. right? I guess, I guess Kim. Yeah. Uh, Kim is still in the game uh, at that point, not so much at this point. Um, hey, she's still, she can come back from Edge. Yeah. Still in it. That's true. That's true. Uh, they could all come back from Edge. Uh, any, any, one of the, any one of the players who are not Sandra will presumably Adam. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, okay, so I, I think that's a really good, uh, really good segue into uh, yet another exciting, dramatic, the moment we've all been waiting for. It's the Survivor Business Report. Ooh, bum bum bum. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, like I like we I need teased, music for that. Yeah. Oh, yes. We we have. Do you not listen to our podcast, Lance? Oh, oops. <laughs> do you not do you not hear the music that I am playing right now over the anyway. Um, I skip past the <laughs> Yeah, you've got better things to do than listen to yourself talk. I, however, do not and listen to myself talk several times. But um, please subscribe and listen to us. Oh yeah, please do it. Um, okay, so on the uh, on the edge of extinction, we've got uh, we've got another one of those just merciless challenges where it just uh, they just want to wear them out. Uh, where they're carrying rather than you know carrying firewood, now they're carrying coconuts back and forth. Uh, got to be really careful with those coconuts. Coconuts are dangerous. You can cut your hand open with those um they or, sure are. or crack your elbow or just oh. that looks so dangerous they're those are jagged sea rocks that are wet and they are there are so many them. people that just ate crap like people just <laughs> went down and i i was a little worried for rob just because he's like maybe i shouldn't be setting the pace i was like oh no he's gonna faint or something bad's gonna happen and stuff but when he i was actually a little worried about him because when he did fall he, when he said he was done i was like wait is he actually like medivac like he's got a quick kind of thing luckily that didn't happen but i will say one thing for boston rob he didn't look so portly he's you know no no, no. Ed, edge is uh edge is doing him good well not eating for 30 days will do that to you i, I think um, that's right you know you're probably better off if you go in without the uh with a, with a little bit of a dad bod so you got a little little something in the tank you know it's good to have something in the tank as uh, as natalie explained to us that's right um so well, natalie apparently just has a full tank all the time She's a, she is a, she is a superwoman. Uh, she is a, she is incredible. Uh, she is any kind of endurance challenge or any kind of, really any kind of challenge. She is just, she's in it. She is absolutely in it. Um, and, and she gets, she gets the first place here. She gets the gold medal, uh, which is the same as getting the, um, bronze twice removed, I guess, um, or three times removed. Anyway, uh, so she gets, uh, two fire to, everybody gets, uh, four, six people get two fire tokens. Uh, the people who get the fire tokens are, are Natalie. She finishes first. Sophie, who is really impressive, by the way, 
I did not expect I was not Sophie expecting... to be in it for number one. Yeah, to have that kind of endurance, that was really impressive. Yeah, I think that really kind of shows you how much she wants to get back in the game, uh, too. Um, Yule, also surprising as number three, um, that he was able to uh, beat out Tyson and Parvati, uh, who, are yep. your, uh, who tied for fourth. They walked in hand in hand. Um, and your, uh, your, your sixth, sixth place finisher is Wendell, um, who leaped over a rock to Adam's amazement. How do you do that? How do you jump over that? To be fair, I'm looking I, on, to be fair, I'm looking too, on in disbelief was the funniest part of the whole, <laughs> uh, edge of extinction. Yeah. To be fair, I too would not want to be making a lot of risky leaps over jagged sea rocks, but you know, you got to know your limitations. You know, if you don't think you can make that, there's no point in, you know, breaking something or having like a concussion and you know dying or whatever yeah yeah um so i, I it, it looks like both natalie and parvati who kind of worked together with that you know to with the extortion attempt last episode uh both come away with two more tokens um unfortunately we, we really don't have any idea as to exactly how many they have uh it sounds like uh, parvati bought two uh, uh two things of peanut butter uh, we don't know how they shared those tokens. We don't know how they shared peanut butter. Uh, you're just a uh, question, but there's no question that those are, those two are rich. They are, they are the people with tokens on the edge of extinction. Uh, you know, aside from everybody who picks up the two here. Uh, Did we ever find out if Tyson found his old peanut butter or if he finished the old peanut butter? Uh, I presume. Okay. So I, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any hard evidence about what happened to the old peanut butter, but I'm guessing that it was probably finished probably before the challenge. Uh, there is a secret scene uh, that was uh, released, I think, uh, a couple weeks ago when he got voted out of the game uh, and that he was talking about, you know, his, his goal on Edge of Extinction is to earn some more tokens so he can buy some more peanut butter. So I'm guessing he's out. Um, that makes sense. I wonder if, if Parvati knows about that and they're like, hey, this is a good idea because Tyson did this and came back. Maybe we do this. And they still have those other tokens to get advantages and stuff. It could be, but also it could just be the fact that the peanut butter is the most amazing thing on planet Earth, especially if you haven't eaten for three days. Uh, yeah. Because it makes people do some really stupid things, Lance. Um, <laughs> which uh, maybe that's a good maybe that's a good moment to uh, transition into the immunity challenge here, uh, which is the other half of our survivor business report because there were quite a few business dealings going on here as well, Lance. Um, in, in addition to the uh, the two tokens uh, for the winners. Uh, here, um, it, it was all about it was all about peanut butter here, and it was it's interesting because because uh, Ben's really struggling in the early going, and Ben wants peanut butter and cookies, and that just happens to be exactly what the temptation is. It's it's peanut butter and cookies and some milk, um, and it is so good that three everybody drops out of the game to hand immunity to Denise and Tony. Unbelievable! Is I uh, it, I do. It really I is do love. I love that. Uh, that no matter what you ask for, Probes will like snap his fingers like it's a Star Trek replicator, and that will come out no matter <laughs> yes. what you want. Yeah, yeah. He does say it's that. He does say that the cookies were coming no matter what. However, um, you, you got to think. You got to think that at the very least, they probably just kind of figure out like what kind of food they've been talking about this whole time, so they kind of have an idea like. Oh man, these this guy is craving pizza, so we can tempt him with a pizza. Um, pr probably have a little bit of knowledge like that, but uh, I I'm willing to trust Jeff on this one. I, I that is a lot of that is a that is a big old scoop of peanut butter there. That was a lot of peanut yeah. Butter. That was that was massive. Yeah, um, and uh, I think it's. I mean, I, I don't I don't hate what Nick did, uh, especially because Nick is in this swing boat position where he's. No one cares about him going home, so he can make all the deals and eat all the peanut butter he wants. But I'm really worried about Kim and Michelle in general in this game. Like, and they should be worried too, uh, especially Kim who goes home this episode. But it's just, it's just incredible how three people left in the challenge and then two of them immediately jump off to get peanut butter. Uh, Kim and Michelle. I couldn't believe it. Like, obviously, I, I loved how Probst just explained how incredibly tough they made the challenge and stuff so you know it's not easy and everything but for everyone to just kind of jump off like that couldn't believe it and then i yeah i don't hate what nick did i actually thought it was pretty smart like hey i'll give you a token because uh he's tony's just so desperate for tokens and stuff yeah. that it made sense and then i mean nick 
probably made the choice. I mean, for him, you get food and you were probably going to lose anyways. Yeah. So might as well do it and get a get a token out of it. And for Tony, it's a freaking no brainer. He's already getting two. So he only gives up, you know, half the prize, but he's safe. It adds to his resume. And like I get Nick being the swing vote and everything, but they even mention it. You're running out of time with Tony. And especially if he yeah. keeps getting stronger and stronger and maybe finds another idol somewhere or something or the 50-50 things used for him. You never know. Like, you're running out of time, so you got to do something eventually. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem is you're not just running out of time because of Tony, but you're running out of time because of Jeremy. You're running out of time because of Sarah. And these are all people that need to go for someone like Nick to win. Uh, and there are exactly. really... I mean, if there's seven people left in the game, you get, a vote at, you get a vote at seven, you get a vote at six, you get a vote at five, and then you're done. You got three votes left, so you got to go three for three there. Uh, and yeah. Or or hope someone gets lucky over fire making, and you can take them out that way. Uh, yeah, we and we, we do potentially have someone coming back from Edge of Extinction, so that could play into it. But you're that's still, true. it's just another person, you know. I guess that's true. That that is true. That is one more vote uh, that they that they do need to to get through. Um, but but yeah, um, I I think Nick probably uh, undersold. I think Nick could have gotten both of them, the two tokens. If he if he really I think so too, one. but. I think, you know, when you have a ticking clock like that, he was running out of time to get that peanut butter. So, you know, you either take a good deal or no deal. And There's no read, great deal and, at that and point. And good read afterwards by Tony, by the way. I mean, he's talking with Ben, and Ben says, like, oh, Nick's with you now because he gave you that, you got that deal. And, and Tony's like, no, 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 you're just tired. Like, he was about to lose. And I think that yep. was right. I think you were dead on. I think all three of these people were about to lose anyway. Uh, and they all just gave up. But the thing is, you don't know how close Denise is to losing. Denise could be like even worse off than you are. Or, uh, you know, Tony could be about to fall. Tony could get bitten in the eye by a mosquito. You never know. Right in the eyeball. Yeah, it's such a, like, it's one little touch thing. So you really don't know. Like, obviously, you know how close you are to the end. We were not in their bodies, so we can't yeah. tell if, like, they were down to their last, like, 30 seconds in the reserves. But it feels like at this point, you just got to write it out like obviously you're hungry and stuff but you got to do something especially when you think you might be on the bottom or you might go home yeah in the immortal words of Harvey shallow kim why <laughs> yep kim why uh, i already had some great quotes today she was kind of like the voice of the audience you know yeah yeah um one, one more interesting thing about this internet this immediate challenge uh, the, the ben moment uh, I did like the Ben moment. I, I thought that was a good. Uh, I, ben is uh, Ben's an honest guy when it comes to, when it comes down to it. I mean, not that I, I thought that, not was that you good. can get away with it, but uh, yeah. when Ben touches the uh, the side of the thing and he admits it. Yeah, it's like a frustrated kid. My favorite moment though was uh, when Tony wins. He's like, "Can I eat that too?" <laughs> he wasn't really paying. He wasn't really paying. It's, to be fair, it's very confusing now. All of a sudden, no one's in the challenge anymore. And wait, I won. What's going on? Uh, I, I like that he didn't want to get wet. That <laughs> he made Denise come yeah. over and, and unhook him so that he didn't get wet. That was great too. He uh, he's got has got to be so tough to live with, but he's so damn entertaining. It's got to be like a push and pull with him, especially like if you're his wife or something. Like yeah. he's probably way different, obviously outside of Survivor, but he's just got to be so frustrating slash entertaining. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I he is entertaining for sure. Um, and if I was playing, I would be very frustrated. Uh, by the fact that he is still there and he is pulling all the strings, um, so we get some uh, we get some payouts here at the immunity challenge. Denise gets two tokens, uh, Tony gets one, and Nick gets one. Uh, now we have not seen Tony pay back his debts, but I assume that they are now all paid back because uh, all three people are still in the game. All three people are voting with Tony, uh, and Tony has exactly enough tokens to pay that back. So regardless of whether Tony has paid back her debts, his debts or not. His uh, net token is now zero. He does not have any, um, even though he won here, uh, one token. Um, so, and 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 Nick uh, Nick's pockets were a little light. So, to, so, 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 so I like that. That was a good move too, because I could totally see Tony just being like, "Oh yeah, I got you later." Or yeah, 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 he, yeah. Just say, you know, hey, a little light. I like yeah. that. It's I like that that happened in the same conversation where Nick just f's everything up. Yeah. Like spills all spills all the beans. And by the way, can I have can I have a buck? It feels like uh, it feels like he's like uh, you know getting paid like as an informant. You know, like he's that he's that guy you know undercover at the docks who like Frank Drebin's paying a twenty twenty dollar bill to to get him to spill the beans. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, with those two tokens, and also with Kim going out of the game, 
I guess we should mention this. She has to bequeath three of her tokens, and she gives one to Denise, one to Michelle, and one to Sarah. Uh, all the women still in the game uh, get one, uh, which puts Denise, I believe, at six tokens, which makes her the absolute richest person in this game, or at least that is not on Edge of Extinction. Um, the six, uh, I believe Sarah has three. Uh, there, there's not a lot of, not, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, Nick probably has four, depending on whether or not he was paid back by Tony. Uh, he could have three. Uh, Jeremy probably has two, assuming he was paid back. He could have one. Uh, Ben probably has one. Uh, he could have zero if Tony didn't pay him back, but you assume he did. Uh, and, and Tony probably has zero. Uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of maybes and probablys in these counts now. Uh, because as predicted, it has gotten a lot more complicated. Uh, but though the, the show will tell you if you need to know, I guess, is how they are handling this information. Um, they should just put like a layover on the screen, like, like before the episode, like, Hey, here's what everybody has real quick. Well, they do. I mean, they do occasionally show you how many tokens someone has. I've seen that, but they should have like a little sidebar or something. That's just like, here's everybody. Or at least just put it on CBS.com. You know, like you can just follow it. Here you go. Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, turn, turn CBS.com into Wikipedia. Um, that's, yeah. that's our that's our advice for the CBS.com people. Um, okay, so I think that I think that wraps up the uh, I think that wraps up our, our business report here. Um, we, we've got uh, we've got a whole bunch of people on Edge of Extinction as well. Like I said, with the two tokens, but uh, it is Denise, Harvey, and uh, and once again Natalie, uh, who are who are the billionaires of Survivor. Um, I meanwhile have zero fire tokens, but I have thousands of lance loots. Wow, that's worth nothing. It's absolutely worth nothing. That's right. I think um, you owe me money, actually. That's that's probably that's probably the case. That sounds like something you'd say. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got uh, we've got a lot. We've got more to talk about here. Uh, I want to find out if, uh, if if you've learned anything, Lance, and uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, a little bit about what happened uh, with the uh, with the uh, social dynamics this week, and we're going to do all that right after this. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Okay, uh, so Lance, uh, we're back. Um, I want to. I want to find out if you you learned anything this week. But before we do, I want to want to wrap up a few more few more things. Uh, I just. I'm very interested in the in the aftermath of what happened uh, in the episode prior, uh, because it looks like Sarah and Tony are about to break up, but they don't. And I find that that's very like it's a grimy ass move where she is and she is yelling at him and she is like she is just like taking him down. And at the same time, they're showing like a, a confessional where she's just saying, you know, I'm just going to keep my cool and I'm not going to be pissed. Uh, but she was she was angry. It just feels like that's something that they since they do have that rapport, they, they you know, they're cops and everything they have. They play together and everything it just feels like one of those moments where you blow up and then you just kind of move on. And I, Sarah realizes that she needs Tony, at least at that time. Yeah. So and Tony, Tony's just there to, you know, yell at me, do what you got to do. Like, this is my thought process and stuff. He's not coming back at her or anything. It was actually a pretty good way to handle it from Tony's part to kind of just uh talk her down a little bit and stuff but i thought it was really funny that like everyone could hear them and how angry she was yeah it's like tony and sarah are never going to work together again and then like literally two minutes later like we don't even get a commercial break in between it sarah's helping out tony with his his spy nest uh by the way very disappointed in the spy nest absolutely no payoff there yeah i was super disappointed because when they previewed it and he's like, my spying has evolved. I've honestly never been happier to hear a sentence. Yeah. But like, that was an amazing thing. I did love that old Tony's back. Like, yeah, my wife told me not to do the old Tony stuff, but I'm, I'm back to the old Tony, which is just so fun because we were talking about that beginning of the year, how we missed the old Tony. Yeah. And it's just brought this game up another level. But this, yeah, I wish there was more of a payoff with the spy nest because it was so great. I honestly wish he didn't tell Sarah either. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's it's kind of like, um, you know, how the, the party... And uh, 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 Natalie had their little caper where they had to work together. To I think with when you're in a tree, you do need someone to like, hey, Tony, no one's coming. You should get down from the tree. 
Because otherwise, Tony's just going to be gone. Just like that, just like pre-merge, when Tony like tries to do his spy thing, and everyone right. knows. Um, so you kind of need someone to, I, I feel like, at least Tony needs someone to, uh, you know, oh, Tony's getting coconuts. That's I know where Tony is. You can trust me. Um, well, that's why I didn't want Sarah to know. I wanted Tony to just be up there for like eight hours and, talk, <laughs> and hear like one thing. Yeah. Um, so if, uh, if, if Tony and Sarah are coming back together, uh, after, after tribal, uh, what the, what the, I, I am just so confused about Ben and Jerry and, and their, their dynamic. And I guess they, they do come together by the end of the episode in kind of like a, uh, you know, I, I, we need each other kind of way. Yeah. Like um, a temporary ceasefire. But it's just, it's just, I just can't understand. And we talked a little bit about it in the opening. I just can't understand the logic of not wanting to talk to someone on Survivor. It's so confusing. And they're, the hate for each other is so weird, especially from Ben's side right. and stuff. It's just, like, I, it's a game. I get that. And, you know, things don't go your way. You get a little angry and stuff. But, like, I've, you see a lot of people hate each other, but never like this, you know? Like, sometimes it's it gets a little different, but, like, not even want to talk to. And, like, Jeremy's just trying to get on the same page. Even if you don't like each other, you can still use each other for different things and stuff. I just, it was very, very confusing. Ben's entire season has been so confusing to me. Him just like cozying up with Tony, but then Tony telling me about the idol, Tony getting pooped on by a nighttime bird and stuff. Like <laughs> everything that's going on with Ben is just so confusing. That was a great, that was a great scene, by the way. That's that just, it, it was so fantastic. It's a very, a very, a great Tony moment. <laughs> Tony gets An amazing up. Tony moment. Tony he got pooped up. on. By a nighttime bird, if that is a thing, and you know, still won the episode. Maybe a bat. It could be a bat. Uh, yeah, not not one hundred percent sure. Um, but yeah, it's it just seemed it just seemed absolutely ridiculous to, to want to shut the door on working with someone, especially when in a day or two you actually have to work with that person, and now you're like yep, trying to mend exactly. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how much trust is there. It's clear that Ben did not like Jeremy. It's clear that Jeremy does not like Ben. So I, I don't think there's. Uh, you know, a whole heck of a lot going on, you know, there. But I mean, it really works to Tony and Sarah's benefit. The fact that they are so close, that they're working very closely with two people who are not close at all, who are, have been trying to cut each other's throat and, and would do it again. Um, yeah. And it as, just feels like whenever Tony and Sarah's backs against the wall, they can just be like, Hey, uh-huh. let's blindside Jeremy or Ben. And, and, you know, we see, I mean, we don't know what happens the next episode, but already it's hinted that like, okay, now Jeremy, Jeremy Bent, that could be another problem. Like that, that did not, that did not go away. And a lot of people are looking at Ben. They don't like Ben. Uh, apparently Michelle is not a Ben fan either. It's like, finally. So. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Does anybody like Ben? We said that uh, that should have been the title of last episode. Yeah. Yeah. He is gold handed now, so he can uh, he can do a little bit of defending about it. But That's right. uh, wouldn't it be ironic if Ben went out of the game with an idol in his pocket? It oh just, my god! Like yeah. especially after that, like I was watching a couple Ben clips like before the just to because YouTube went rogue on me. He just starts playing stuff after you've done paying attention to it. And Start all getting sudden, radicalized. Just, all of a sudden it was just yeah. All of a sudden it was just Ben Ben moments. Ben after another with the Ben bombs uh, dropping the the bombs. Um, uh, but without those idols, he would have gone home like early merch, right? Uh, but here, like, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, he, if anyone knows how to use an idol, it's Ben. So uh, curious to see what he and his new best friend Tony do with it. Uh, I, to me, that's really the most interesting part, especially of the, this two-hour episode coming up. And, you know, we're getting close to the finish line. Is what are these advantages and these idols? How are they going to play out? Because that's going to determine the winner. Yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, they this the majority is very powerful right now. Uh, they just have Tony has so much social power, and he's got a lot of I, his bag of tricks is back, and the bag of tricks is yeah really spread out across the entire alliance. And it's the same thing it, he said, in, same thing he said in Kagiyan. Like maybe it's for me, maybe it's for one of my friends. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh... If he wins another immunity challenge, I just feel like he might just cakewalk to the end now. Yeah. Meanwhile, I I, I think I we we hinted at, at him being like Nick is woo, right? Nick is definitely woo. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I, I don't I don't understand why it looks like Nick's got a lot of different games going, but he always comes back to Tony in the end. 
Yeah, I wonder if Nick feels like he's actually playing a really good game because, like, in another season, he might actually would he might actually be playing another a good game because of playing both sides. He's doing these really interesting things and stuff, but they're just bigger fish to fry, and he's just kind of helping them out now. And it just feels like we've said this before that he's just going to be in that final three, but third. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's 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 tough because if you're a survivor player, you know, you got to put so much of your energy into making it to that final three because it's just so hard to do like uh, just just getting you've got to beat out 17 other people just to make it to the finals and then actually winning the game is just such a huge step beyond that like i think it's i think it's probably very easy to get it caught in your head that like oh i'm doing so great because like i'm here at the finals and then all of a sudden the questions start opening up and then you realize oh no i'm angelina aren't i yeah, and then, exactly. And then, yeah, or, 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 or I'm Nora. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Don't hurt it's yourself. It's like, where you're watching Dean get it bad, like, oh, boy, are you getting it worse. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's, I think that's a problem for Nick. I, I don't yeah, I, I know I'd love to Nick be a fly has on the wall respect for, on the jury. Yeah, I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for when these guys go get home and rewatch it and everything, or like they're rewatching it now and stuff. I will say, though, that. I, I do feel I do feel for Nick because I, I think the, I feel like the editors have done him a little bit dirty here. Uh, yeah. They, or, or maybe maybe not so little bit like he, just plain done dirty. Uh, there have been so many like. Nick is not Nick is not a dummy like Nick is a Nick's a Nick's a smart guy like he is like he can be a little weird sometimes like he's got a goofy grin sometimes you know he'll sneak up on you behind your back cuz he wants to be a part of everything but that's that's how he like that worked for him in the past so why wouldn't he want to be in on every conversation um i, I just I, I i just hope he I, I just i hope it doesn't put too much of a sour taste in his mouth just cuz i i want to i want to say i appreciate all of these people going through 39 days of hell uh, just for our entertainment, and also win $2 million, but mainly for our entertainment, uh, knowing that they're probably not going to win. And, you know, putting your legacy on the line like that, and then to come out like that, um, you know, and, and I'm sure that they're, uh, uh, some of the fans have been a little bit rough on them, uh, the survivors, uh, especially because of social media. And uh, we're, uh, we're not, not big fans. We're not big fans of that. We, we wanna, yeah, the one thing that we'll give for, the one thing I will give to Nick is he seems like he's got the kind of sense of humor that, like, he rolls with the punches kind of thing. You know, he's got some thick skin and stuff, kind of a little self-deprecating and stuff. So maybe that helps him with all this. And maybe that's why the editors can do that stuff. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. Especially for a guy that won and everything, you know, you don't want to see him have a sour taste in his mouth after what he might perceive as a bad edit. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope so. Cause he has been a lot of fun. Uh, he has not been a key player here. Uh, he's been playing on the bottom and it's been making some questionable moves, but, uh, he, he's doing but at least he's stuff. trying. Yeah, I, I liked. I mean, I love that he is. He's making all these business deals with uh, with Tony. That is, I mean, I, I called it out last last week. That's going to bring them closer together. Like a business trading partner is someone you're going to want to keep in the game. Uh, yeah. You know, if you can if you can trust them enough to follow through on business deals, maybe you can trust them enough to follow through on votes. Uh, you know, it's the uh, Cliff Hog strategy. We call it. Uh, that's right. The big brother Ooh, a little out there. Yeah. cross pollination there. That's right. Yeah, big brother gotta, brothers. Yeah, you gotta. As long as you're uh, you're making deals, they'll trust you to keep them year round, even if they shouldn't. Um, that's right. Anyway, uh, okay. So I, I want to, uh, without without any further delay here, Lance. Uh, I'm, I'm always curious if you've learned anything because you know I'm all about personal growth and your personal growth specifically, Lance. Um, so I wonder, Lance, did you learn anything watching this episode of Survivor? I did, but since Tony has had back-to-back episodes, I went back to the well again with winners and losers. Oh, okay, all right. So we will we will officially write that down as no, Lance did not learn anything, but he is going to get. If I learned something, I just won't tell you what I learned. Okay, okay. Oh, I like it. Keep us in suspense. It's a secret. Yeah, that's for the Patreon. What? Got to pay two bucks a month for that. <laughs> what secret does Lance Cartelli not want you to know? <laughs> Um, Ooh, let's get leave, a fi- leave a fi- here's what you do you leave a five-star review you send an email and you say hey lance i gave you a five-star review tell me what you learned and then i think you'll do it right Is that, yeah that also also uh make sure you venmo me well can you venmo lance loop is that a currency that's acceptable over venmo or is that uh, just america just american dollars lance cash app that's what i use lance cash app <laughs> 
Um, I do need. All right. All right. So who are your winners and losers here? Who do you have? Let me, I, I can, I can probably guess as to your winner here. Uh, but, uh-huh. uh, but hit, hit me on, hit me with a winner. Winner. Okay. Obviously Tony won. I, I think obviously. that's what, what yeah. you're uh, talking about. I don't even have to get into that. This whole episode has been a Tony love fest. 100%. Uh, my other winner, let's go, you know, bigger picture tribal council. Mm. It's been a great year for tribal council, but this was, this one was just especially fun. It was amazing. There was so much going on. Probst, just stops asking questions at a certain point. People are putting the vote on a bunch of different people. They went in with a plan. Tony didn't want that plan, and he still got Kim out. It was a, it was the best tribal we've had in a while, maybe ever. Mm. Hot take, but I it was the big winner for me. Yeah, um, I I also, I want to say like one of my one of my winners here are are the fire tokens in general. Um, you know, I, I think that last week was really probably the best fire token episode that we had, but. Uh, and I know it's getting a little complicated, some of the shifting around, but uh, I mean, we saw the fire tokens come into play at the immunity challenge here and they've become like a very, like a much bigger part of the game than, than, you know, previously thought that they would be. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm into it. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if I want, uh, I don't know if I want survivor currency in every season, but I won't be, I won't be mad if this comes back. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I'm liking it, and I'm liking that it's a part of the game, but it's not dominating and completely changing the game. Mm-hmm. It does add another layer of strategy, which I really, really enjoy, but it's also not taking over the game, where if you're in the game and you have five, you can buy an immunity idol, or you can buy something else and stuff. I am enjoying that it is a minor but entertaining aspect of this game. Yeah, it's and it's and it's not just that you know Denise has six tokens, but she's got to find something to do it. Like she's got to have an opportunity to use them before that fact even matters. Um, exactly, which kind of like adds another social level to it. I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Um, okay, uh, why don't you why don't you hit me up with a loser next, Lance? Loser. I'm gonna keep it with the big picture thing. Spyness. Oh no, loser. As much as I love the Spy Shack and everything, you you brought it up. It just didn't have the payoff that we all wanted. I'm hoping maybe we maybe it does, but for now it was for the hype. It just didn't live up to the hype for me. Well, uh, maybe the the Spy Helicopter would be better. The Spy Submarine, um, the Spy, the Spy. I, I don't know. We, we I'm sure as many. If Tony keeps coming back, if Tony comes back for another season, we'll see another iteration of it. Want like a like a spy watchtower, a spy, you know, yacht. That'd be cool. Turn the entire turn, turn like what Boston Rob did over at the uh, island of the idol. Just turn that into another spy, spy yeah. mansion. Uh, Why not? <laughs> where he where he uses the telescope that Boston Rob built by hand, uh, with no help from production, uh, <laughs> just to see what's going on on the other island. Um, okay. Um, do you have a do you have a winner here uh, that's not Tony that might be a person, Lance? I sure do. Uh, okay. I'm going to go double winner. I'm going to go Sarah and Jeremy. Okay. They they both come out of this unscathed. They are probably closer now with Tony than ever, and they all are in that majority position. They Sarah didn't have to get the idol used on her. Jeremy got to keep that advantage. I'm not sure if he gives that back to Michelle, but just keeping that in play is huge. Mm-hmm. And now Michelle can you know team back up with jeremy maybe she can join them she has a lot of options too but jeremy and sarah for how this was looking at the beginning of tribal to how it ended they're the clear winners for sure yeah i i 100 agree with you on sarah for sure uh that was uh it was it was it was great play at, at tribal council oh hello walter uh it was a great Hi, play it was a great play at uh, at tribal council where she is so confident in her position that she does not need an idol play for her I think that's a that's, that's almost as as big of a move as like playing an idol, just turning down an idol. I think that's a that's a and it really goes to to show you what a confident and, and what a great position she is in this game, where she should be a target here. There's like she is such a screening target. Like Tony, you can't take out Tony. Take out Tony's best friend, and no one does it. And she is safe. And now they have even fewer people to get together to take her out, and they've still got all those advantages. Um, I'm not as I, I, I'm not as I certainly don't think Jeremy's a loser here. I'm not necessarily convinced that he is a huge winner. Uh, he mentions it himself, like in this episode, that he is not in control of his own game, and that is for sure carried through to tribal councils here. You know, he is relying on other people to save him. Uh, it's really just Tony, uh, Tony keeping around because he's good for Tony's game, um, and for Jeremy to 
I feel like for Jeremy to win, he really needs to have a vote or two that he's in control and he's calling the shots. And it's not Tony saving him. He's in such a good position, he doesn't need to be saved. Um, he's pretty much got to be the guy who leads the charge on the turn on yeah. Tony. But for sure, just being in the game at final seven is, is a win in and of itself for Jeremy. Because if you is, told me two or three weeks ago that he was still in the game, I'd be shocked. Because this is the this is the type of person this like this alpha male who's great in challenges, uh, you know, who can be a very dominant social force. I mean, we saw him in the early merge trying to get things done. Um, he, he's he's someone you want to take out early in the merge, or maybe even a vote or two before the merge. And he's he's deep in it now. He's deep in it now, um, and he is a he is. He is either a meat shield or he has meat shields with him. Um, and that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, the final seven, that's not bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, who, who here would you, uh, well, uh, let me, let me give, uh, boy, I'll give you, I'll give you one of my winners here. Uh, if, if I've got to go off the, off the board here, I'll, I'll go with Ben. Um, you know, I, I don't think Ben's in a good position to win the game, right? Like, I, I really think he's going to have trouble with the jury vote. But he's got like he picks up some he picks up an idol here, which first of all that's fantastic, and he builds a relationship with uh, with Tony. I don't know that this is a lasting relationship, and I think Ben could very easily be a loser next episode. Um, but uh, you know, I I don't I don't know. Like I feel like Ben is of all the people who sided with Tony, Nick is better off not siding with Tony, but Ben probably is. So I'll, I'll give Ben. I'll give Ben a winner here. Um, interesting, because I have Ben as my loser. Oh, interesting. Okay, why is Ben your loser? Uh, yeah, great job that he got the the idol and everything. But Tony saw it, so now it has less power. True. Uh, I just feel like Ben has just made some questionable moves, and him, you know, telling Tony and just getting saying everything that was going on. I just thought it was an amateur move and something that maybe you know, gets him through a couple weeks, maybe gets him closer to Tony, but I just don't see how him doing that gets him a win or even close to winning this game. Yeah. So for me, it was a misstep that in the short term maybe helps him, but in the long term, it just sinks him. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I, I could see that. I could see that, but I'm standing, I'm standing with my call. I'm, as I'm you should. With my call. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, I, I just, it's, as awful as it looked for Jeremy to not, or uh, pardon me, uh, for Ben not to want to talk to Jeremy early in the episode, uh, it is to their credit, probably to Jeremy's credit more than Ben's credit. Um, but uh, but you know they they do kind of come together and get on the same page uh, about 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 Kim. Um, so they're at least at least working together, and Ben at least does some uh, does some healing of the damage that Tony caused in the previous uh, previous travel council. That's right. Um, uh, I'll say uh, if I've got to choose a, a loser myself, uh, I'll go with Nick. Um, you know, I, I want to say there's probably no one out there who is uh, looks less likely to win the game, except for possibly Ben. Although I, I don't know, um, they're probably neck and neck for zero votes uh, at this point. But um, maybe maybe Ben can get one or two. Uh, but just I Nick, don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Well, there are a lot of voters out there. That's that's all I'm saying. That's true. That's um, fair. But, uh, but you know, it just, Nick seems to always, like, Nick's just siding with Tony too much. And it's gonna, he should real like, if he just had the same kind of read on the game that Kim did, I think Nick would be playing it completely different. But he just keeps going back to Tony, and that's not gonna, that's not gonna, he's, he's getting one vote down the line, but he is, he is painting himself into a corner real quick. Yeah, Nick was my other loser just because he wants to stay loyal, doesn't stay loyal. He wants to go after Tony, then gives Tony the immunity. It's just like I understand if you're going to lose, we like we said, and you know he picks up some food and a fire token out of it. But he just letting Tony win is just such a bad move. That is a t- that is pretty bad. That is pretty. We we should we should yes. I I would like to add that as an addendum to my why Nick is a loser. That try. <laughs> Or why Nick is the loser of this week? Pardon me. Uh, is that is that tra- <laughs> is is that particular immediate challenge moment? Uh, not not his best moment, where he is one hundred percent on board with getting rid of Tony, and then decides, well, I would rather eat than get rid of Tony. So. Yeah, he's just a guy that he's so 
like he just seems so indecisive or he's just like loose with everything because even when tony last episode when tony's like hey let's do this and he's like all right let me think about it three seconds later okay i'm in yeah it's just he's so easily influenced and so easily pushed and everything so it just you know him being next to to tony in that challenge was probably the worst thing for everybody else yeah, if that that vote at nine uh, that we had last week was absolutely pivotal in shame, changing how the game, the direction of the game went. Right, it, it seemed like it shifted things away from Sophie to Tony, and they had a chance here to shift things right back or to shift things away from Tony um, into a way like, okay, we got rid of the two, like Sophie's gone and Tony's gone. Like all of a sudden, all of us have a shot, um, and now they're, they're just too many big players in the game. For Nick and for Denise, I, I mean, we haven't really talked about Denise a lot, but like, I, 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 she's got that big move, but like, I don't know what else she's got. She just lost the momentum. She, when you make a big move, you got to start stacking them on top of each other, especially in a game like this. And she just kind of felt like she got conservative and was like, "Okay, I made my move. Let's now make it to the end." Yeah. and that's not how this works. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know where Denise goes out here, but certainly she is not in a good position. Um, I feel like uh, you know, at least at least Michelle has someone, a friend in the game, and, and Jeremy, uh, even if they're voting, even if she voted against him. But Denise is really just Denise has got no one. Denise legitimately yeah. has no one. Yeah, and she was fine with cutting people that she was close with. So, it's and that's how you wind up with no one. That's how you. That's how you wind up alone at final seven. I mean, it's great if you wind up alone at final three. That's where you want to be. You want all your friends on the jury, but they arrived at the jury a little bit too soon for her game. I'm worried. That's right. Uh, which is which is tough because Denise is a badass. You saw it. You saw it here in the travel. She's a badass. Um, okay, I think that uh, unless you got something else for us here, Lance or potentially Walter. Uh, I think that wraps us up for this week. The uh, only thing I've got left oh, yeah. is what do you got? I am very, very into this coin flip. I didn't think I was going to be that into <laughs> it, but now I'm like, I can't wait for this thing to be played. They're going to do like slow motion. Maybe they play like the winners at war music when it's like in the air and you see it flipping and stuff. Like it's actually really dramatic. So I'm kind of excited for, I'm hoping it gets played. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the, it's the hottest survivor corn coin flip since uh, corn flip. Since uh, DK Chillin uh, handed over to the Island of the Idols. That's right. To pick up some bling. Pick up some more bling. Um, so, didn't bling. Uh, anyway. That was my final thought. Okay. Well, my final thought, Lance, is that if you like this episode, Lance, and I know you did, uh, I suggest that you listen to the episode and everyone else uh, subscribe to the Survivor Brothers on your favorite podcasting app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you find your favorite podcast, you'll find ours. Um, and if you really like what you heard, five stars. It's the only way to find out if Lance learned anything. Um, it's a, a mystery through the ages. Um, if you're ready, give them a five star review. I don't know. Does that does that mean you can get your information anyway, or do you need to leave a second five star review? I think you got to create like a second and third account and then do five star reviews. Yeah, get, there. Your, get your mom to leave us a review as well. Your dad, uh, your, your family, your dog. If your dog has a, uh, a Stitcher account, you know? Um, yeah. The random person you walk by six feet away from you when you're outside walking your dog or something. That's right. Tell, uh, them, tell them about it. That's, that's right. We don't, we don't recommend you engage other people socially in person, but if you do mention survivors. Basically. Yeah, don't uh, shake hands. Don't, Just tell them about Survivor Brothers. Never, never shake hands. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, listen, everybody. It was it was great here. Uh, we're gonna see you back here next week to talk about the final seven and a, a double episode, two hours. How about that? Uh, wow, so, uh, two hours of that and an hour and a half of the challenge. Also, uh, spoiler. Hope uh, prayers up to Jay for yeah. that huge hit that he took. Oh yeah, yeah, um, by, yeah. Uh, the challenge, by the way, uh, fantastic this season. Phenomenal. Um, yeah, we we are we are we are the Survivor Brothers. We are the Big Brother Brothers. And if you like Survivor and Big Brother, you just wind up getting into the challenge because they have had a ton of people from both shows, or at least uh, a ton of people from Big Brother. Jay, uh, Jay is the first person. Uh, Jay Starrett is the first person from Survivor to be on the show, and he took a really hard hit. Uh, a really hard hit uh, at the end of the episode uh, this week. And it's, it's one of those cliffhangers. Is he going to be okay? You know, Boston Rob just fell off a rock. Come back next week to find out what, what happened. 
Gross cliffhanger, but otherwise solid episode. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So let's, let's stay tuned for that. Anyway, Lance, uh, we gotta get out. of here. <laughs> Let's go. We got quarantine in the view. All right, all right. So uh, Lance and I are off to do nothing for the next six days. Uh, but we'll be back here next week. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You don't want to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.